What's up everybody, it's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack and today I'm coming to you to talk a little bit about limiting beliefs and how to squash them and um, the whole reason I kind of want to talk about this today is because, well, we're getting close to the new year, Christmas is right around the corner when this is coming out and then, um, and and we all like to set tons of goals uh, around like New Year's, it's like the whole thing to do is everybody sets goals and I thought, man, what a better time than now to kind of talk about some limiting beliefs and kind of what's holding us back and how to squash those so that we can really make real progress on those goals. So, keep things on. We'll be right back in just a minute. The big question is this. How are leaders, like us, who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick these are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Sweet! So glad you guys are still here. Um, today, like I said, we're going to talk a little bit about limiting beliefs, and so let's kind of just get right into this. And and um, there's there's really like, uh, I, I create frameworks for like everything that I do. And what I mean by frameworks is it's just quick outlines that I follow and, and it makes it real simple for me to kind of go through and remember how to do stuff and, and, and then to put myself back in those situations and to get myself through it, no matter what it is, as quick as I can. And so the, the framework that I have for limiting belief is, is really, it's like discover what your limiting beliefs are, bring pain, like figure out the pain that you have by keeping those limiting beliefs build the pain mentally, and then replace those those limiting beliefs with something completely new. And that's something that takes a lot of energy and effort to do. And so today, I'm just going to kind of walk through a little bit of this with you so that so that you can maybe understand it. Before we get into that, though, let's talk about like what a limiting belief is. And so to me, a limiting belief is anything that holds you back. And it could be something that's nobody else sees as true, but you do, and so it holds you back for that reason. Um, uh, one one example is is like if if you want to lose weight, but you say I can't lose weight. I've tried diets in the past and they don't work. Or I've tried this and it doesn't work. Or I've worked out and it doesn't make me lose weight. Like that's a limiting belief you have is that I can't lose weight. If you're super skinny. And you want to put some meat on your bones, some mass on your body. You say, I can't eat anything that makes me put mass on my body. Or I can't do anything that makes me get bigger. That's a limiting belief as well. If you say, I can't make more than a million dollars a year, $10 million a year, or $100,000 a year, or $100 million a year. Those are all limiting beliefs as well. If, if you say, oh, I can never find anybody good to be with to date. That's a limiting belief as well. You're limiting yourself with your beliefs. Like if you believe that there's nobody good in the world out there to date, then you're never going to find the right person because guess what? You have this belief that it's not there, that you can't find them. And so a limiting belief is pretty much anything that holds you back, period. Now I did a whole blog on this and you should go check it out on the limiting belief blogs. Um, if it's not released, it'll be being released really soon. Uh, I, I even did a whole devotional on it for God First Life, which is our nonprofit that we that we run. But uh, the limiting belief is is something that holds everyone back, no matter who you are, no matter what it is. And if you say, well, man, I don't have any limiting beliefs. Well, there's your first one. You don't think you have any limiting beliefs. That is a limiting belief in itself. And so um, 
the there's a couple different things that I like to do, and and what I do is I go through and I write down my limiting beliefs, and I I don't like to write down a ton of them because it gets a little depressing. So I write down like my top three to five limiting beliefs, ones that are holding me back the most today, and uh, and I'm gonna be just a little bit vulnerable with you guys. Let me see if I can pull up my limiting beliefs and and find them because I think that uh, it would be really good for you guys to hear some of them, and that way you can kind of know a little bit about about like what mine look like. So give me just a second. I'll find it. All right. So I went through and I wrote down like my top four or five limiting beliefs. And one of them that I have is that I'm not good enough. Another one is, is that I don't deserve to be happy or I don't deserve success is another one, or I can't celebrate my wins is, is another one. And the last one that I'm working through currently is that I'll look dumb if I share where I'm at or I'm not at in business with uh, with my peers. So I'm very, very closed off when it comes to sharing about my business and where we're at and what we're doing. And the truth is, is that all of these are the exact opposite of what's really going on in my life. Um, I just, I have to fight these limiting beliefs in order to get there. And so the first thing is, is go through and kind of write down what your limiting beliefs are. And if your limiting belief, some, some of them might be is like, you know, I, I can't lose weight. I can't be happy. I can't, do this. I can't follow my dreams. I can't do that. I can't find the right person. Like all of those would be limiting beliefs. And they're beliefs that you've imposed on yourself. They're not beliefs that are that are necessarily false. They're just beliefs that that like not everybody's going to be the same. So go through and write those down. All right. After you do that, the next thing I want you to do and this is going to get a little bit more painful, okay? But the next thing I want you to do is I want you to write down the negative consequences that each belief has caused you so far in your life. Okay, so, um, you know, for mine, like, I'm not good enough. That would be one of my limiting beliefs. And then uh, what's the negative consequences that that belief has caused me so far would be is that I don't try as hard as I could or I don't spend as much time paying attention to all of the minor details in life because I'm not detail-oriented, right? Another limiting belief. That kind of goes with that in my good enough. Um, so after you write down some of the consequences that it's caused you already for having that limiting belief so far in your life, then uh, the next thing is is to write down... <coughs> Man, I'm going to have some editing in this one. The next thing to do is to write down how each belief has affected your life negatively by having them. And those are going to be real similar to what you just wrote down. But it could be the simple fact of like, uh, if I don't feel like I'm good enough, then I don't start, I don't finish projects because I don't, I don't, I, because there's too much detail in them, right? That might be a, that might be an example. Then after you've write down how each belief has affected you negatively, then, uh, then you want to write down what you've missed out on by accepting each one of these limiting beliefs. Like what are some opportunities you've missed out on? Did you not start a business? Did you not leave a job? Did you get stuck with where you're at? Did you not? ask a girl across the room out on a date. Did you not do this? Did you not do that? Um, how is it, how has it stopped you from doing something in your life that you wished you would have done? Um, you know, the, I, I had a belief whenever I was in high school was that I couldn't afford to get my helicopter license because it was expensive. That was a belief I had, uh, nobody's fault I had that belief, not blaming anybody that I thought that it was too expensive to get my helicopter pilot's license. But what I will say is that 
what I found out and what I figured out is in today's world is that I could have got it and I could have got my license and only had to front up, you know, five or $6,000. Then I could have been making money after that in order to get my licenses and, and be done with it back, you know, in high school. And then I could have gone on if I had chose to, to a different career. So, so there's always a way. So like my belief back then was, is I don't have the money to do this and what, how it negatively affected me was that I never actually went and did it. I, I chose a different career path, which I'm not arguing with. I'm not saying I want to go back down that path or I want to be there. What I am saying is that that is, that is the way it works, right? Like you can see the negative belief and you can see how it directly affected my life and it made me change my career path, which isn't, a, which again, I'm not complaining about that career path because I feel like everything happens for me, not to me happens for a reason. God does everything for a reason. And so that's, that's part of, um, part of the game as well. Right. All right. So then after we've wrote down what we've missed out on by accepting each of these beliefs, the next thing we need to do is write down what are the worst consequences that could happen if we keep these beliefs. And so, uh, you know, let's, let's go back to this. I'm not good enough. And some of the worst consequences that could happen is like my business will fail. My relationships will struggle. I would stop growing. I will lose my faith in because of, of my sight of God, right? I will lose it all. The stress of not having enough and, and then having a hard time paying bills, like it all kind of conglomerates. Those are some of the things that could happen to me if I continue to keep this belief. So don't, don't wuss out here. Be, be realistic, right? Like, Put, your, put yourself in a room by yourself and write this stuff down, close the door so nobody else sees you and kind of go to town, okay? Now, the next thing is a lot of fun. This is, my, this is my favorite part. And it's, what belief do I want to replace this with? And a lot of times, the belief you want to replace it with is the antithesis. It's the exact opposite of the belief that you currently have. And so if your belief is like, I'm not good enough, it, need, it, it doesn't need to. It could be, I am good enough or it could be that god wants me to be happy or it could be that that god designed me to be just the way i am right so all of those could be beliefs that you that you want to replace your old belief with now when you do this i want you to do this for each and every belief don't don't summarize it don't shortcut it don't half-ass it because here's the thing when you go in halfway you're gonna fail every single time do you think Elon Musk, whenever he said, man, I'm going to build a rocket that can land itself that's reusable, went in halfway? No. You guarantee that dude went in all the way. And that's why he's so successful is because he goes in all the way on everything. Do you think whenever he designed PayPal, he's like, yeah, I just want to be able to collect some money. Mediocre. I don't, I don't need to be the best, the best pay collection on the, on the face of the earth for internet. I'm not saying PayPal is. That's not what I'm saying. But that was, that was his intention, right? Was to be the best, to be one of the first to market, to be able to capture bank payments and credit cards and all of this other stuff. And, and he accomplished it because he didn't go in halfway. He went all the way in, right? And you have to go all the way in. You have to play all out if you want to win. If you want to make real difference, you have to do things that nobody else is willing to do. And that means doing the things that are hard, doing hard things. That also means that you have to be willing and able to put yourself out there and step out of your comfort zone. And to do these exercises, they're going to make you step out of your comfort zone. But I promise you, you will love them. Okay? I promise you they will be 100% worth it. So, 
After you write down the belief that you want to replace it with, all right, then the next step is, is and this is where this is where people wuss out hardcore. Um, you have to put yourself into pain. Have you ever heard of NLP? NLP is uh, neurological lingual programming. Uh, don't quote me on that, but it's something like that. And what it is is it means that it's it's really talking about the ability to reprogram the way your brain works. Number one. Number two, it it's also about uh, like helping yourself reconnect and make new habits. So psychiatrists use NLP, and so so does uh, a lot of different different specialists in the world, therapists use NLP to kind of help you work through some of the stuff. You just don't realize that that's what they're doing. So you replace an old habit with a new habit or, right, you just reprogram the way you're wired, which isn't hard, but you have to be dedicated and devoted to doing it. And you have to be willing to do it because if you're not willing to do it, then it's not worth your time, right? Don't even start this. So, Here's, here's the next thing, and this is going to be really hard, and, and a lot of you are going to back out. You're going to be like, oh, I'm out. I'm not doing this. As soon as you hear this, you're going to just say, I'm done. So here's what you got to do. The next step is is to sit down, get yourself in a, sit down, stand up, it doesn't matter. Get yourself in an area where it's clear. Um, don't do it in the middle of the street. Don't do it on a sidewalk. Tune into some music that's, that's a little bit slower music, and I want you to put yourself into the negative state of that emotion. So what that limiting belief does for you, um, I want you to put yourself in and make it cause you pain uh, mentally and uh, eventually it will be physically pain while you do this. This is only about a five-minute exercise. So you put yourself into that, into that situation. You close your eyes and you just imagine the worst that could happen. Like if it's your spouse leaving you, imagine that. Feel that pain from it. Step into it. Watch them leave. Watch them pack their suitcase. Watch them go through that. Watch them. Watch what's happening in your life. Like watch it. And, and put yourself there mentally. Don't do it realistically. Put yourself there mentally and make sure you're in a safe place and redo this. Don't do it while you're driving down the road, okay? But put yourself there mentally. All right, and then I want you to go through that for about five minutes, and I want you to work through like four or five different scenarios in your head as you do that. Now, as soon as you get done with that, I want you, I want you to pause. Don't open your eyes, but pause, and then I want you to go through, and I want you to imagine your new life with your new belief once you've replaced it. Feel the joy, feel the sun, feel the blue skies, feel, feel the feeling that you've never felt before, the excitement, the joy, the love, everything that comes into it. And I want you to build that emotion. I want you to step into that situation and you step into it and you do this exercise for about three minutes. So, so you do negative for five, positive for three. After you get done with that, then you come in and, and you go to the next emotion. It'll be easier and it'll only take like three minutes to get to the next false belief. And you go through the negatives with that. And then you put yourself in three minutes of positiveness for that new pulse, with that new belief that you're replacing the false belief with, right? And you do that for all of your beliefs. And then when you're done, when you're done, what you've got to do, and, and this is the key, and this is changing your physiology and it's changing your everything around you, is you've got to be willing to say your new belief out loud, right? Whatever it is. 
I am a winner. Whatever. And, and say it with passion. Say it with power. Don't hesitate. Don't say, I'm a winner. Don't say it with sarcasm. You got to say it with power. And you got to say that new belief in you. Ingrain it. And then from that point forward, every single time you go back to that old belief, every single time you go back to what you used to believe, whenever you start to feel it, recognize it, and then say your new belief in your head or say it out loud and combat it. And so if your old belief was, I'm not good enough, and you start to feel that you're not good enough, then you come back with your new belief is that God designed me the way I am. God built me to be good enough. I am good enough. I do kick butt. I am amazing. Whatever that new belief is, right? And then you come back and you say it. So as soon as you start catching yourself starting to slip into that old belief, man, I can't afford this. That's that's a huge limiting belief that people have. I can't afford this. Not how do I afford this? I can't afford this. And so they come in and they go, I can't afford this. And then they catch themselves saying it, boom, make the switch, okay? And then they go, how can I afford this? And then you start reprogramming yourself little by little. But you have to be aware of what you're thinking. You have to be aware of what you're doing in order to get there. And I know what you're thinking. You're probably like, Dan, how does this have to do with leading? Well, I'm going to tell you this. The best leaders in the world know how to reprogram their false beliefs. They know how to recognize them. They know how to change them. They know how to make them go from a false belief into an amazing, absolutely phenomenal time that they can have. They know how to do that. And the key here is that it's it's all about it's all about learning to recognize those false beliefs and then taking the time and being willing to change them. And the more you change the false beliefs, the easier it becomes to change them. And the less false beliefs you have, the more successful you'll be. Because guess what? You're the only one standing in your road. Now I know somebody out there was like, Dan, I'm not the only one standing in my road. There's a bank that won't lend me money. Yeah, but that's one bank. There's, there's hundreds of thousands of banks in the United States alone. Have you seen them all to see if anyone will lend you money? Have you thought or out, outside of a bank? Have you gone to an investor? Have you gone to somebody to ask for a loan and, and offered to pay them interest back? Have you thought outside the box? Like, Have you thought of all these different things in order to help people and, and in order to help yourself go forward? No, your limiting belief is, I don't have good credit, a bank won't lend to me. So what if you don't have good credit? Who cares? Figure out a way around it. I bet you can get it and may have a little bit higher interest rate, but then you don't want it, right? So you've got you've to pick and choose. Is it a belief? Is it holding you back or what's holding you back? Like what's making you not be successful? And that's the thing that you got to remember is that you are the only one holding yourself back. Nothing else is. Nobody else is stopping you. Where there is a will, there is a way. Do you think that... Um, Jeff Bezos created Amazon. Bezos did create Amazon, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Do you think Bezos created Amazon in, in his garage? Or do you think Steve Jobs was was the CEO of Apple because somebody was like, hey, here, you need a job. Come do this. Or somebody's like, hey, you should uh, create this online shopping platform. That'll be the biggest in the world. Do you think that's do you think that's what somebody told them to do? No, they had to go out and get it themselves. They had to make those changes, right? They had to go after them. When when you look at when you look at the situation of the world and and where everybody is, the people who are successful are the ones who learn how to fight these limiting beliefs because then when they go after their goals, they succeed. 
they grab them. If they don't succeed, they're still forward. They're still closer to their goals. And so the whole point of today's deal episode is, is to just chat a little bit about limiting beliefs, give you guys a framework you can work through on them to get them. The framework that I use, it's not one that I don't use. I practice what I preach. I promise you that I do this every single time for all my limiting beliefs. I catch myself as soon as I have one. As soon as I'm not ready to celebrate a success, I make myself celebrate it. I make myself publish it on social media. I make myself do something fun because I'm not good at celebrating my wins and I want to get great at celebrating my wins. And so every time I catch myself starting to not celebrate something I just accomplished that's huge because, oh, I don't want to brag. Screw that. I want to preach it to the world what I'm doing because God's given me the ability to take action. He's given me the ability to do stuff that nobody else is willing to do. And you know what? Like, I've told you this before. This podcast kicked my butt forever. Forever. For like almost two years, it kicked my butt of not starting one. Can you imagine where I'd be if I'd have started this podcast two years ago? I would be two years ahead of where I'm at right now. And it would be phenomenal. And our following would be 10x what it is right now, or 1,000x what it is right now, or 10,000x what it is right now, the business would be more successful, I would be more successful, I would have more time to spend with my kids and family, because things would be running themselves more, because I would be further ahead, but because I procrastinated on starting, because I had a limiting belief that building a podcast is too hard, or nobody will want to listen to me, or I don't have the right content, then guess what? I would have stopped. And to be real honest, I would have stopped after the first very first episode I recorded if I'd elected my statistics. I looked at them the other day, and I love that we're growing, but we're not where I want to be. But if I stop now, then nobody else will ever hear it, right? How how many times do you go watch the very initial airing of an episode that comes out uh, for a new TV show? Are you like there for the preview? Are you there? Are you the first person that watches that show? Are you that? Are you that type of person, or are you the one who's like, ah? Eh, I'm going to wait and see if it's good. Around ep- around season five or six is where most people go find it. And then they binge watch everything before that because it's so awesome and so amazing and they love it. Then they binge watch the whole show. But in today's world, that's what we do. We don't go out and look for brand new shows to air most of the time. We're looking for new shows, but most of them are new. And so my point is, is like your limiting beliefs can cause you pain. I had a limiting belief that I couldn't start a podcast, right? Nobody wants to hear from me. Nobody wants to listen to me. And if, and if I would have continued that, this would have never been started. And you guys would never be listening to this. And, and so today, I want to take just a second. And I just want to say that you got this. When it comes to these limiting beliefs, you can totally break these. You can totally move forward. You can totally get rid of them. You can totally create new ones. You can change these. You can empower yourself to do it. You don't have to have anybody else change it for you. Matter of fact, you kind of have to do it yourself. Nobody else can do it for you. But my point of all this is, is that you have to do it yourselves. Nobody else can do it for you. And you've got to take the first steps and you've got to play all in. And I'll tell you what most people do. As soon as they get to that part where we talked about like putting yourself in that negative mindset and running through how it's affected you negatively, then that's when most people are, that's when they tap out. I'm done, right? I got to go to the bathroom. I got to get a drink. Oh, my phone rang. Oh, I got a new email. Oh, I need to check my email. Oh, I need to, I need to go browse for a new tablet. Oh man, uh, uh, I put toast in the toaster because I knew it would pop up in the middle of this and I really didn't want to do it. You're not allowing yourself to win most of the time. And so I just want to encourage everybody here to allow yourself to win. Allow yourself that, that, that,
joy, allow yourself to move forward with it, and allow yourself to break those limiting beliefs. That's it, everybody. I, I just want to stop today and just say thank you for your time. I know how much, how time, how valuable time is. Time is my most important commodity, and so I just want to thank you guys for being here. Um, if you like the episode, feel free to share it. I'd love it. It'd mean the world to me. If you want to tag me in a, in a post of it, I would love that as well at the Real Dan Greer in Instagram. You can search me up on Google, LinkedIn, even Twitter. I think it's DJ Dan Greer, um, like Dan, Jenna, Billy, Nathan Greer. Yeah, yeah Twitter is what it is. That's my Twitter handle. Anyways, um, if you have something, if you want to share it, I'd love it. If you have somebody who's a lot out of this, awesome next thing is is just uh enjoy guys i hope you guys have a great day and hope you set some massive goals and break the limiting beliefs all right we'll talk to you later bye